Welcome to the State of the Bulldogs with Sam, Mike, and Jeb. We have a special episode up for you today. We got Jermaine Marshall joining us. This is going to be probably our first uh, special player interview episode that we'll be releasing over the next few months. Please rate us five stars, leave a good review, and follow the show on Twitter at State of the Dogs. And with that, let's kick this thing off. I want to imagine yeah. that He's got room. Inside the five. Contender wins it. So kind, champ. All right, Jermaine. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, it's great to have you. Great to see you. We've all been watching you all season. Uh, loving what you and your teammates did. It was a magical ride. Didn't end like we wanted it to, but that's all right. Uh, you're coming back at least, so we're excited for that. Uh, how are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Excited, excited to be on the show, be on the podcast. Uh, looking forward to this offseason, too. That's the biggest thing. A lot of guys won't be here with us. We're getting a new team back, but just ready to work and can't wait to meet everybody. Uh, so, Jermaine, tell us uh, tell us where you're from. What, you know, what was your childhood like playing basketball in high school? Just kind of let's start from the beginning, man. I'm from Brighton, Alabama. Childhood, basically, like I grew up playing football. I didn't even play basketball till my freshman year of high school. Um, but that's why I'm so physical. Like that's what probably why. Um, a little bit of all. See, I was a little overweight, so I was like a, um, on the line. <laughs> no so I played way. like like guard, tackle, and then Dang. once I was like able to, once I started growing and lost a little weight, I moved to fullback and linebacker. Wow, that's funny. Nice. Guard. Yeah. Jermaine Marshall, right, right, offensive guard, pulling around. Wild, man. Yeah. Dude, that's what they basically do, though. Like, if you're even just, like, tall in they eighth just grade or ninth line. grade, yeah. they're like, dude, you're going on the line. All right, so were you, you don't good? even have to be, like. Were you mauling kids? Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, you asked, said something about, like, do I love, like, I think, like, football is probably my favorite sport. It just, in high school, I just, like, I got um, taller, and I just kind of, like, stuck with one sport, and I just stuck with basketball. Yeah, yeah, so, all right, so talk about that. Like, why did you stick with basketball? Did you think that, like, that was what you were really excelling at, or, or what? Yeah, I just felt like like my game, and, like, I just, like, played so much harder than everybody else, and, like, I felt like I felt, like, bigger. And, yeah. And in football, I mean, I liked it, but I wasn't as good as I was in basketball. So that's I just thought, well, I'm good at. Yeah, that's interesting. Was your was your football and basketball team good? We wasn't the best. <laughs> I mean, we had we had like over 500 season, but that's not bad. Not yeah, not really. We didn't make it that far. <laughs> Probably like a game or two out of region. Were so Were like you that. one of the only ones to go to college uh, to play basketball, or was your team? I mean, was your team good enough for a lot of the kids to go play somewhere? No, I think only one person. Wow. He had um, played college ball. He played for Miles, but he's not playing anymore. So, from that team, I'm the only one currently playing basketball still. Wow. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So when did the physical when did the physical transition happen from being like a big guy to being like just absolutely jack like you are now? Because you're probably the fittest guy on the team. It was it's a long process. Like, but I'll say starting like freshman year. So like once I started growing and actually like running and getting in basketball shape versus football shape because it's totally different. And once I just like started like noticing my body changing, um, just like started hitting the weights and. And I was just like play hard, so now you're missing playing hard with strength. Then that's a that's a good combination. That's a nice combo, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Jermaine, is there anybody that, whether it's like high school or when you were a kid, or even just like now in college, like, is there anyone you look up to, maybe at the pro level or anywhere that kind of or even family inspired yeah. you or like made you think, oh, I kind of want to build my game around this. Or even just like the way they live their life, or I would, I would definitely have to say the goat, LeBron, LeBron James. <laughs> um, I just that's a like, debate. That's a question. <laughs> is it a debate though? Yeah, is it? But one on one, who's <laughs> winning? Let's be real. If you're born after 2000, it's LeBron. If you're born before, it's one on one now Jay. or one on one in '94. Okay, <laughs> was he even alive? Oh yeah, he's alive. Yeah. He's born LeBron '89. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Jermaine, you, you love LeBron. Yeah, tell us point. tell us about that. All right. I just feel like like even everything like he accomplished on the court, it's just the things he do off the court. Like, um, when I was in Akron and then just like me being to see the school, I promise, like oh, firsthand. That's cool. Like oh, yeah, that's the cool. things that he do for his community yeah. and for like the world, like changing people's lives. Um, obviously he can score, but he's not a score first player. He's the best scorer in the league. Um, he can pass like he can defend, so I can feel like he's just so versatile that I mean, it's hard to put anybody else in front of him. That's true. I mean, Michael's not out there, you know, Michael Jordan isn't out there uh, yeah. building schools, he's out there tanking franchises, right, Jeb? Yeah, <laughs> and selling them, yeah. selling franchises. Yeah, he's uh, got so a good golf game. So, you love LeBron, yeah, he got good shoes though. Oh, okay, he has a golf yeah. game, yeah, he does. <laughs> Uh, so you love LeBron. I LeBron has up. a golf game. I'm sure. I'm sure LeBron's good at anything he does. It's freaking LeBron yeah. James. He touches a shoe; it becomes a billion dollar shoe. Um. So you love you love LeBron, Jermaine. Uh, is there anybody yeah. that growing up that you looked up to that wasn't like famous per se, like teacher, coach, brother, sibling? I don't know. I looked up to my uncle. My uncle, like just like him being a jail with me, him mentoring me. Because um, I grew up without a father. My father passed when I was four. So he, like, kind of just, like, took over that role. And he just made sure, like, I was always straight. Like, if I need something, need something for school, he always provided for me. If I needed to go to a gym, if I needed to work on my ball handling, work on my shots. Just, like, he was always just constantly yeah. there just pushing me. That's awesome. What's That's his awesome. name? Oh, Morris Scott. Morris Scott, Uncle Morris Scott. Yeah. That's awesome. So you get to come to most of the home games sure. then now that you're back in Birmingham? Yeah. A lot of my family, um, that's like a plus coming back home. A lot of my family yeah. to come, come support me, watch me play. Yeah, so let's get to that. All right, so you make the transition over to basketball. You're combining the football physicality on the court. I mean, that's. I mean, we see that X factor just on, uh, on Sanford's level every time we turn on the TV to watch you. But yeah, I can't, yeah. so I can't imagine what it was like in high school. I mean, I bet some poor kid was like six yes. five, a buck fifty. Here comes the freight train, Jermaine, to like just box him out. I'll never forget. Yeah. That. <laughs> what was that? What was, was it the Furman game, guys, where you boxed a guy out? 
and they called a foul on you. Was it Furman? I can't yeah, remember. I, I, feel like I it think was, it was Furman we at Furman. Yeah, like, at Furman, like, the first game. Trouble. Yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah. I had like three calls just like that. It was yeah. like, are you joking? Anyway, yeah. so penalizing you for being good at basketball. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> All right. So, at what point did you realize that you were good enough to go to college to play basketball? Because I mean, that's a pretty freaking high level. Yeah, and then like, to be honest, I don't I don't look at it like that. Like, okay, I guess I take for granted that I am playing at a a high level. I am playing at college because it's like a lot of people that would love to be in my shoes. But it's just like I know that I'm nowhere near where I need to be. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm always just like I, I need to constantly get better. I need to get better each and every day because I know I can be way better than than what I am right now. Okay, so, so I do. I guess pushing? I do take things for granted. So in high school, you were just pushing, and you just oh yeah, like like definitely um went to here town. And definitely was like the hardest work there. Um, I like look. I look for like a challenge to see like who can I yeah. outwork today, and like nobody like match my like energy level, intensity level. Like I'm going at you every day, dude. I, I know, bet Bucky like, loves you. I bet he yeah. just is <laughs> like a match made in Jermaine's yeah. biggest. Fa- oh yeah, dude. That's freaking. That's so a cool. great mindset to have. And if I was the coach, like. That is the mindset I would want. My I would team. want five Germains on I mean, the court in, right now. Like sports aside, guys, like that mindset just yeah. in general in life is important. Yeah. Where uh, does that mindset come from for you? I guess like growing up, like I said, I like grew up without a father. So I just had to be like grow up fast, had to be the man in the household. I had two sisters and a mom to look after. So I know, I know like there ain't nothing to be, no time to be wasted. No funny games, so we handle business, and I know this is a, one of the things I need to handle to be successful in life and take care of my family. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, great. Older sisters, younger sisters. Um, I have a twin sister. Uh, I'm older than her. Twin by seven sister. Minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, she twin, she twin almost, in the house. All right. Yeah, she almost came like every whole game. She had you see her with a poster of me. She one of my biggest biggest <laughs> nice. supporters. That's awesome. She probably and, keeps um, you in line, I'm sure. Yeah. She'll, she'll probably shoot you straight if you have a bad game. Or- oh, man. It was one game. I'm doing bad. I think I had like zero at the half or something. I think I had like six points at the half. And then all I'm hearing, it's a chat game, actually. Oh, I, yeah. I was doing good at first. And then all I'm hearing in like in the stands, like, like come on, folks. Do good, folks. Wake up, folks. Like, I'm just keep hearing that. And my sister. And I'm like, man, like she like, folk, can't nobody stop you. I'm like, man, you right. Like, and then <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, came yeah. back like seeing that chat game. That was that's awesome. wait, was that the that's awesome. the tournament game or was that the last uh, regular season chat game? No, nah, it was the first time we played chat at home. Oh yeah, when um, we came back from nineteen. Yeah, down. came back from down nineteen. That game was that electric. Was that was insane. Yeah. No quest. That was, that was. They had Jake Stevens. That game was amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, so at what point in high school did you decide that you would go play in college? And, like, talk to us how that decision process went, because you went the junior college route. Um, so See, what? It actually started weird because I actually, before my senior season, I signed to Wingate University. It's a D2 in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, here in Charlotte. Yeah. So yeah. – once I once I signed, it was me and my AU teammates. I had 
um three other players that signed with me. So it was supposed to be like a package deal. Interesting. Then I realized like I don't think Wingate's for me. Like oh, I think I'm like seven. Yeah, Wingate and uh, Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right outside. <laughs> And I've then, been to so, Wingy. Yeah, I mean, I drive by it all the time, but uh, going out Jeff's like, yeah, I, that's a settle. Yeah, and then so I'm like, I don't think I want to go to Wingate anymore. So I'm guessing like, and at the time, it was like a lot of like D2 and their, their conference like recruited me. And so I'm thinking like, they think I'm going to transfer to LMU or something because like they were just hitting me up too and like up like D2 in the conference. And I'm like, I'm not trying to go like division two nothing against division two it's just i just know i want to play at the highest level it would not have been fair so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i actually like i think i was like a little late of like the deadline or whatever so i ended up having to go to a prep school post-grad that's when um we was end up i had two options between west oaks academy or dme sports academy and I ended up choosing DME because, like, the gym, like, the equipment, the weight room, it's just, like, and where is so that? much better in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah, and then I'm in Daytona, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to beat Daytona. Yeah. And um, so I did that after my senior year. I went post-grad because Wingate, when it released me, they wouldn't let me out of my... Are you serious? Um, yeah. In, in the eye. Dang. So, yeah. I hate that. So they, yeah, they was um. Wait, you can do that? Yeah, because they said that like, the reason that I, because I already signed, and they said the reason why um I wasn't signing wasn't a good enough reason. So, like, I think at first I said to be closer to home, but I think it was actually farther away. DME was like eight hours, and North Carolina was about like four or five hours. <laughs> so like they did the most to try to keep me, and I'm like. That's if hard. Somebody hard. don't want to pay for your school. Like, why would you like force yeah, them to be there? Seriously, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say this earlier, but it wasn't like a knock against Winget or anything. But, but we can uh, knock him now that we know that he, they didn't release Jermaine from his freaking yeah. NLI. <laughs> well, no, I, like bunch of scumbags. Yeah, where where we are now, like, or where you are now, playing at Sanford, dude. Way better setup. Yeah. So you went to prep school in Daytona. Yeah. And then uh what was what was the junior college? Florida uh Florida Southwestern. Florida Southwestern. And where was that? That was in Fort Myers, Florida. Beach love beach to beach. Beach to beach. So how did that so like what well first what was prep school like? And then talk a little bit, little bit about how you got to Florida Southwestern. Prep school, I feel like that actually was good for me because when I got there, it kind of like taught me how to be on my own because this is the first time I am away from home. I don't have mom to wake me up, hey, Jermaine, time to go to school or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> it wasn't even in school. It was just like it was strictly basketball, workouts, practice. That's nice. So it was just like strictly like just grinding. And I felt like that year, like me being on my own, me being able to work and continue to improve on my game, I feel like that helped a lot. My coaches there, they made me work. Um, we had a lot of great players there, still in contact to this day. Oh, that's um, cool. Just trying to, yeah, just trying to, um, like, continue to work. I remember, like, the first day I got there, 
Um, they had asked me like to play against Musa. He played for the uh, Clippers now. Uh, they had like asked me to practice against him what? because like he was um high name whoever, and they, I had think Bruce Pearl from Auburn was coming to watch him and stuff, and um like just practicing against him, and just like playing against like the higher competition because I wasn't used to that at here town not playing i'm the best player on the team versus i'm coming here and we have future yeah, nba, NBA players are playing games. yeah Sheesh. and and not only like that it's like like i know i'm supposed to be on the court type like this it's not like a big difference um between the two so that's why i know I'm like all right this, this might just this, it might be working out for me i just need to stay on the right path and just keep getting better Nice. So it's you said Musa Diabate. Yeah. How'd you do? Oh no, me! I did good. I mean, <laughs> of course, of course it's you did. so crazy because, like, you can't, you can't. It's hard to stop it because it's just, it's hard to keep going every time as hard as you can to go grab a rebound, try to box me out. Because even though the ball might hit the ground, I'm like, I'm still going to dive on the floor, and it's just like hard for me. It's hard to play somebody just like that you know is going to play harder than you. I love that. Yeah. He, uh, he's a rookie, right, this year? Yeah. Doing pretty good. So, all right, so it sounds like a lot of guy, a lot of coaches were coming down to the to the prep school. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. Bruce Pearl yeah. coming down. So, yeah. how did you get to Florida Southwestern? Um, so, we was playing in the IMG Beach Blast Tournament. That's and, awesome. um, Yeah. And we was playing, and I think Coach Hart, the assistant coach for FSW, he was watching, um, watching our game, and then he told me that he called Murph over here. He was like, "Man, you gotta go see this player," and then he said, "I'm not even gonna say say like who I'm talking to." He was like, "Which player I told you to come over here and watch?" And he was like, "Easy, number eleven. I was number eleven at the time." And uh, he just said, like, the way I just, like, just play so hard and my energy, he was just like, oh, yeah, we got to have him on the team. Wow. And obviously, like, it wasn't hard for me to not to go to FSW. I feel like we got the best gym in in JUCO. Uh, I feel like some of our gym, some of the gym better than D1 gym. So wow. I just feel like the setup, the location, all that was just great. Um, my teammates, we had a good team, um, played with Keon Ellis. Uh, he's in the lead now. Played with Terry Roberts. I didn't Georgia. realize there was all this basketball in Florida. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot. Yeah, Dude, dude Florida's two, got everything. They got two yeah. two teams in the Final Four. So. I mean, I know, I know, but you don't think I don't know. You don't think of it as a yeah. Basketball no, you're right. State. It's a football state. Okay, so <laughs> that's crazy. You had guys. You had guys in the league at the prep school and uh, at Florida Southwestern. That's nuts. Yeah, it's wild. What were you gonna say, Job? No, I was going to say, you sound like Cole. The ACC's not good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the ACC's good. I just didn't know Florida had any. I, just, I never would have guessed. All right, so how long were you at Florida Southwestern? Just a year? Yeah. Um, my grades was good enough, so I just stayed one year at Florida Southwestern. And uh, I was getting recruited by, like, teams that, I thought like be a good fit. Um, I I had teams like from South Florida, them Houston State, Akron, Kent State, MGCU, North Alabama, um, Fresno State. So I had like little schools from like all over. Fresno State would have been but, cool. California. Yeah, yeah, it was that was my 
So my top three was Akron, Fresno State, and I kind of already had my mind made up by the time that I knew that Coach Buggy was going to get the job. Like, I think I was going to announce Friday, and I found out that he was that he got the job like that Wednesday or something. Hmm. And like, so soon he got the job, he started recruiting me. But at that time, I was like, oh, I'm just try try my local Akron type. Oh, that's basically. crazy! So Man. you almost came to Sanford right off the bat. Yeah, you played against Bucky in high school, son, didn't she? Yeah, and then I played in like a fall league tournament um, that he ran, and we had played uh, against each other in the summer. Interesting. That now, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, so you so it's a little too late in the process. You choose Akron. So why? I mean, dude, that is random. Like, did you even have Ohio like a jacket, like a winter jacket? <laughs> yeah, it was very cold, but luckily, like Akron, they they did they did their job, made sure I stayed warm. <laughs> but but like the way that um Coach Gross, John Gross, um uh, head coach Akron, who was recruiting me, um the stuff like he was just telling me like. Ed, Ed Williams, he was the player of the year. Um, like, he was pretty good. Uh, he was leaving, and he said his spot was open up. And he was like, obviously, he's not going to be given. And then I, I worked everything, so me working not going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, I just, like, liked what they told me. Like, oh, uh, it sounds good. And when I got there, I mean, everything was good. Um, but, you know, that's like COVID year. So... My roommate had caught COVID, and he knocked the whole house, the whole apartment mm-hmm. out. So I'm sitting at home not doing nothing for two weeks, quarantined, because my roommate caught COVID. And the guy who played my position, uh, I mean, he, he's a great player. Um, but, like, while I'm sitting there doing nothing for two weeks, he's at practice, getting yeah. reps, and yeah. still staying in shape. So it just, like, it happened, like, right before the start of the season. So, like, two weeks right before the season, and I'm sitting out. And I'm already transferring in, new. So, oh, yeah, they kind of, like, just – Yeah. And they kind of just, like, went with him, which I understand. Not mad. Just just learning experience. Uh, it definitely made me hungrier and humble, so. So, Jermaine, <clears throat> we've been talking a lot about the transfer portal on the podcast – the last couple episodes and obviously you have experience with the transfer portal can you describe for us what that experience is like for a player I mean I know you've talked a little bit about other people that or coaches like you know kind of recruiting you and yeah. figuring out where you want to go but for the guys that are on the transfer portal today what usually apart from like a COVID year incentivizes a player to do that and obviously the game's changed a little bit in basketball since the transfer portal rules have changed yeah uh um for start like i would say the players moving up is, moving down things like that you know yeah the transfer portal is it's kind of scary because like if you enter your name and you thought that you had a good season or you thought like you'd be recruited play somewhere else like if nobody hits you up, you're stuck in the portal. Like, there's no other chance. So that's, like, the kind of, like, scary part. I know people that enter the transfer portal and didn't know D1 coach hit them up. So now they got to settle to go to, like, NAIA or D2. That's 
That would um, be terrifying. Yeah. Wait, yeah. how did they not know? I mean, because um, you just missed. I mean, because the coaches can't over tamper. a thousand players in the portal right now. Like, well, but, actually, all right, okay. Let, let's say let's say Coach Buggy. Let's say Coach Buggy didn't know me. He didn't know like yeah. how hard I play. Yeah. If you just looking on base off numbers, you was like, why would you pick Jermaine? Like he didn't play. He had DMPs at Akron, but I guess like since like he know me, he watched film. Like know what I did like before. Like he know like he can count on me type. It just like yeah. like person mm-hmm. didn't fit the system or something like that. But like you just going off just stats. You wouldn't think I was a good player just seeing my stats at Akron. So, right. I mean, a player can like always say like oh, I can bet on myself, but some people bet on themselves and lose. So, do players That's ever nice. send film out like highlight reels out to coaches in the portal like they used to in high school? Yeah, how much stuff um, to try to I'm get pretty, attention? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, luckily for me, when I entered my name while I um, went to Akron, when I entered my name in the portal. I had like coaches call me. Like I had two coaches call me before I even went to my car, leave from nice. leaving the gym. That's crazy. So That's like, gotta feel good. Yeah, like, so I wasn't like necessarily like worried about like finding a spot. Mm-hmm. The only problem I like I was worried about is like finding the right spot mm-hmm. because I'm like, all right, I just came all the way to Ohio and I didn't play, so I just basically wasted a year. Right. And like in my head, I'm thinking like, all right. Ain't no no more second chance. Ain't no more, all right, if I don't like this spot, I can just transfer somewhere else. Right. So that's probably why, like, I I don't want to say the safe side because I love it here at Selford. But that's why, like, I didn't choose Fresno State when they reached back out to recruit me on my inner my name in the transfer portal because I'm like, I'm not going to go all the way to Fresno and yeah. some crazy situation happened, like, last time. I'm going to, like, go home. Yeah, go to Coach Bug. I know, I know what he's about. Yeah, that's, I know, that's fair. I know what I'm walking into. No, it seems like you had a win-win situation. Yeah, it was like you knew someone, you trusted them, you had a relationship with them. Yeah, your family's there. Like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, no-brainer. Easy. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Coming so, home, safe to say, it's worked out for everybody. So, yeah. I guess you. Like, what happens to players when they express interest in going and transferring, but then that doesn't happen? Yeah, how easy is it to come they back? Just, yeah, do they just come back, or is it awkward now because you've, you're have you like... Nah. You know? I feel... Well, probably, like, any, any, like, job, too. You know, if you tell them, put your yeah. in hey, I'm looking at other jobs, you know? Uh, or, it, it's not like It's not like playing in college is a job. Like you're a student athlete, but at the same time, it's right, kind of yeah. the same thing. It'll, yeah, right. Well, yeah. now we have what is it? The endorsement deals, NIL so stuff. you can do. It. Yeah, but it's actually I was, I might have some questions about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like if somebody like entered their name and they try to come back, I do feel like it's gonna be different. And me personally, if like you enter your name. They're basically saying, like, you don't want to play here. Yeah. You want to go somewhere else. And I feel like as soon as you say, all right, you don't want to play, like, alongside me, then it's cool. Now, my mindset is I'm going to look at you like I do at 
any other team that we play against. Now I'm have that mentality like if this time like I'm guarding you, I'm I'm coming to kill you, I'm coming to lock you up, or whatever <laughs> the case may be. I love that. And I feel like that's what happened last year with uh, one of our players. Uh, he tried to leave. I mean, he said he had like some like issues going on, but like he just tried to leave. And then once like we was doing good. Uh, without him, he tried to come back, and I'm like, like yeah. everybody on the team, like, nah. yeah, you nah, can't come back. I don't know what you gonna do, but yeah, well, we all know how back. that ended up. <laughs> yeah. So tell us your yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, yeah. Well, I, I think it might change. Like, maybe it's different if there's a a coaching change. Like we see, like uh, ETSU, like their entire team's in the portal right now. Yeah, I can crazy. see maybe like if you're losing your coach, like you put your name in the portal just to be safe. But like maybe there's less hard feelings if you come back. But yeah, yeah, that's just my thought from the outside. I agree. Yeah, Jeb, go. For okay, it. brief, briefly, because I know Sam wants tra- maybe ask transition to something. But what does the market look like for nil de- deals for players? Let's say generally SoCon, but then maybe. Sanford players, you know, like what does that process look like? Do you like do we yeah. need to start a collective, Jermaine? Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, we could do that. <laughs> hey, we could we could start uh, something a business fun. school. I mean, so it definitely it definitely like depend on how value valuable you are and how can like you sell what you what you trying to give like sell because. I know certain people, their talent might be there, but they like might be not a talkative person or mm-hmm. don't know how to like present themselves well sure. in front of crowds and stuff like that. So it's a lot of things that come into like getting uh, NIL deals, and there's multiple NIL deals. Like some might be for money, some might be for a T-shirt, some might be for yeah. like free food. So there's many NIL opportunity are you going to pursue them i definitely think something like the podcast can also give like our podcast give has given players opportunities right we could just like a platform just to say like we could have a collective where people pay you know five dollars to listen to jermaine's interview and then all that money goes to that is possible we could yeah that's what i'm saying if you ever get big enough sanford needs to grow a little bit more you know, we need to pump out a few more SoCon championships, and then we'll be chilling. I just feel like for a guy like you, Jermaine, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, but, like, you got the hustle factor, you got the trash talk factor, yeah. like, you play hard. Like, somebody can come up with, like, a great, like, advertising scheme. Yeah, of all you. the guys, you, you know, know, that can be, a, like, a marketable player, you are easily one of the top ones. You know, I would say Logan's up there. Um, who else? Maybe Jaden Campbell with his highlight dunks. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so I want, I want to uh, transition back to Akron. What was it like living there? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never been. I've been to Ohio, but in the summer, and it was nice, you know? Not yeah, in the winter. It's in the summer. It's, it's hot in the summer and cold in the winters. So I'll say that. Um, They gave, like, once it snowed, like, the snow looked cool, but like the next day when it's all muddy and like dirty, 
Listen up your shoes. You have like salt, salt marks in your shoes and stuff like that. It's it's not fun at all. Mm-mm. I used to be shivering walking to practice, and you gotta wait like ten minutes so your body can like warm up and stuff. I mean, you went from Daytona to Fort Myers to Africa. yeah. <laughs> I didn't have like none of the right clothes. I had to go shopping down there and stuff, so. It wasn't my favorite. How was the food? Um, the food time? was okay. The food was solid. Um, I, I feel like it's not better than. than <laughs> <laughs> definitely went to Waffle House a lot, but I actually went to Canes a lot too. Oh, like, they got Canes like, in Akron. They have Canes in. Ohio. They don't even have Canes in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's a big problem, man. What? If Ohio like, they had Canes, Canes in like Kent State. And Kent State was like twenty five minutes away, so I drove like fifty minutes there and back for Kansas. just to get some candies. <laughs> like Kansas. once a week, Zaxby's, Zaxby's wasn't good enough. Chick Fil A wasn't good nah, enough for you. It wasn't. Kane's just different. Yeah, yeah it's good. different. We're getting some in Nashville. I'm That's excited. hilarious. Yeah, dude. One of the closest Canes to me is in Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> or Ohio or Ohio. Or Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Sanford. So it was cool that. I mean, like I said, I didn't know that you almost went to Sanford right out of the gate from Florida Southwestern. You go to Akron for a year. You got the relationship with Bucky. So you go, you come to Sanford. Um, last last season, the 2021 season, was your first one, right, at Sanford? Yeah. yeah. So tell us about that. Like, when did you show up? Who was your roommate? Where did the athletes live? Um, where, where were y'all living? Um, the Oaks. Ooh. And my roommate was Paulie and Jaden. Oh, gotcha. Um, me coming here, I really didn't know what to expect. All I knew was just like I just wanted to win, <laughs> and then just like coming, coming to a culture that like not used to winning, it's kind of hard. But at the same time, we brought in so many new pieces that just a whole new team, and we just like when you play for Selford. And everybody's like, oh, it's it's easy dub on schedule. Like, and then you just come in and you got me, you got Quez, you got Die. And you just like go down the line to just like players that just play so hard and just go after it. I think like we kind of like woke them up like, all right, like these dudes, they not going to quit. They not going to roll over. They don't back down. Um, They don't look the best on office, but they somehow always find a way to get it done. It just... I just feel like we just like made a name for ourselves, and yeah, I just feel like that was help. So y'all are coming off of well, you weren't there during the COVID year, but it was just a terrible season. Uh, yeah, you're coming back, and you got you beat Ole Miss, you beat Oregon State, Oregon State. Uh, yeah. you know we start the, the soak or uh, you know start the non-conference play like we only had a couple losses. Yeah, like we were almost like, beat yeah, Belmont. Was I was at that Belmont game. Like, what are y'all thinking? Did y'all imagine that you'd get those big wins that early in the season? Um, honestly, I, I didn't think we were going to lose, but it's just different winning. Yeah. Like, I don't go in no game plan like, oh, they're better than me. I'm No, I don't go thinking like that. But it's just when you finally, like, get the job done, when you look up and you're on top of the scoreboard, you're like, wow, like, we, we're changing. We're changing self And then just, like, look how, like, I didn't know 
um, the Ole Miss game. I didn't know that we had one because I thought that he shot a three at the end, but it was a two. And then I guess Logan seen it, and then Logan just like started going crazy on the court. And once I see Logan going crazy, it's like the like we actually just beat Ole Miss at Ole Miss, and we had Ocean Oregon State. So it's just like like beating those teams when like on paper you're not supposed to win. It just make everything just feel so good, and then like they don't they don't I guess like play as hard or like focus as like if they would they playing the. Kentucky or a higher name school. So just like I love like when people think like, oh, Sanford, they're going to get an easy win. I love when they think that because we go out and question the mouth. And, Dude, I can't you know, imagine. Because you're right. Like up until that season, it's like, oh, we're about to roll. Yeah, it's like Citadel or VMI. We're about to roll through these guys. Yeah. And then you yeah. walk out on the court and it's like, mm, maybe not anymore. So yeah. so did y'all take a bus to, to Oregon? No, actually, we had uh, flew, to, flew to San Francisco first, then we had went to Oregon State. So y'all flew. Yeah, right, that's good. Because nice. I was sitting yeah. here like, yeah. you know what? They might have taken a two day bus drive. Nah, I could. Everybody I could. we've talked to so far said that you guys take buses everywhere. Yeah, yeah, we do. Like the football team, the longest time they flew was to Oregon State. The longest was VMI. That's like nine hours. Everybody talks about how terrible that trip is. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Michael mentioned the first season that we played with Bucky. We won, like, what was it, nine games, 11 games, something like that. Four games? Well, it was a Less short than, season. Like, I thought it was, like, six games. Yeah, it might be, like, so six and 14. No one – I mean, it was COVID. Nobody could go to the game. So you show up on campus. Did kids go to the, the games at Akron? No. They allow, like – um, a little oh, I guess you're um, capacity, but not really. Yeah. I'll say that we probably had fans that probably like the last two of our home games at Akron. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's fair. You didn't get a true taste uh, of the, the zips, right? Akron zips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what is a zip? Yeah. Well, do you know what that is? Do you know? It, no. <laughs> but like, the mascot is like a kangaroo. But it's like the Z zips. So, hey, um, yeah, whatever. All right, so zip them up. first Sanford home game. Was there a student section? Was there people? Were there people there? First Sanford home game. Mm-hmm. No, not really. <laughs> what was the it first was, game was, where people showed up? NPCs. Like in a in a big way. In a big yeah. way, uh, I would say conference, right? Once we started playing like conference game, um, especially once I got back from my injury, because I was like I missed like the first like six I think, and then once I had got back from my injury and once like we started winning again and everybody like each game was like a must win game at the end of the season, um, I feel like that helped, especially once we played like chat, yeah, we played chat, um here at home and we beat chat and there was no one seed. I feel like once we started doing that on uh, winning, winning helps a lot of things and they had started yeah, coming out supporting. That was a really good UTC team. I think Bucky mentioned yeah. that as kind of a, a turning point too for the program because that was a legitimate yeah. win. Like, yes, beating Ole Miss is fun. That beating Oregon State is fun. But honestly, UTC was probably better than those teams. Yeah. And then we beat, was it Furman with the red out the last game of the season? 
Yeah. Beat that, that probably was like one of my like most favorite games because like just how like the crowd. The, I don't think the crowd know how much like they affect the game because like we can be down and like playing so dead with no energy. And then I can just get like one rebound. I just hear everybody just go crazy. I'm like, hold on, like y'all getting like this happy? I grab a rebound. Let me go like score. Like let me let me get y'all off y'all feet for real. It's just like that's how that's how I look at like just like let's let me make one play at a time and just get the crowd going. And I get the crowd going. I know I'm gonna get going. That's cool. I mean, I love that we actually have a crowd now. I will say yeah. when it, yeah. it was enjoyable to watch this season that, that we had a real student section. Uh, and we maybe it. had one or two times where it was Red Sea, like, packed out. I, yeah, I never think – I don't so. ever think Moses made an appearance at a basketball game while we were there. Did he? This, <laughs> this year we had two of the top three biggest uh, crowds in Pete Hanna history, number one being the Steph Curry game. Back when he was at Davidson, so yeah, that's quite the call. I think it was what eighty six percent increase in in uh, student attendance this year. Holy yeah, God. that's insane. That is that's insane. crazy because back then, no one really. It's not like Steph Curry had, like he was gonna be drafted. Yeah, but it wasn't, and he was gonna be a first round pick, but it wasn't Steph Curry that we know today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy that it was still a guy like that. And there was I think a, it's crazy that it was like getting packed him. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were people packing it out just to watch him because he was getting, you know, because he was getting looked for the. Anyway, I looked it up. I don't want to sidetrack us, but I think it's really interesting. Yeah, read it out. The name Zips goes back to earlier times when a nickname, and this is for Akron. Akron. <laughs> when it, Akron, whatever. Akron. Acorn. Uh, the times when a nickname for the college athletics team was being searched. In the early 1900s, the rubber shoe made by a company called B.F. Goodrich, who makes tires, became very popular among people. This shoe was called Zippers by the company, and the school started to be referred to as the rubber capital of the world because of the popularity of these shoes. Oh, that's interesting. Why did they become And then, I guess they ended up like, I have no idea about that. Uh, oh. Zippy was the name given to the mascot of the team. The name of the athletics team of the University of Acorn that began with Zippers in 1927 finally became Zips when it had to be shortened because of the rising popularity of zippers on pants or trousers worn by men and women. Interesting. That's the most Ohio... That just fits Ohio. That is so odd. Yeah, of course it's like tires <laughs> or some manufacturing crap. Um, <clears throat> all right, so Jermaine, tell us about. I was looking at the question question list. What's what's the your favorite Sanford game uh, that you've played in so far? Favorite Sanford game. Mm, I would just had to go back to to that Farming game last year. Um, we beat them here. I just felt like that was like the statement of like Sanford and like we're here and we're a team that is going to be at the top of the league and just going to like it's going to be hard to get a win in the Pete Hamilton Center. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the, the I, I remember that game. That. Defend was, the Pete. Right. Defend the Pete. Defend the Pete. So we were going to save this question but it, I mean it, it's an it's a nice uh 
segue, where do you see Sanford headed, the basketball program? Um, because you look at the Wikipedia, man, it's like 10 win seasons every year. And then, boom, Bucky's hired, back-to-back 21 seasons. You're on both of those teams. Is it sustainable? Like, are we... Um, yes. Um, point got to give it to the coaching staff and Coach Buck. Oh, I just feel like his, like, the way he see the game and, like, just, like, the different defenses and, like, press the pressure for a game. It's just, like, a lot of a lot of kids, they can't handle that pressure. And especially when we're going back to we're pressing the whole game and go back to man and go back to zone, they're not sure what to call. Then you have, like, things that, that I do, the hustle plays that show up, they don't show up on the stat sheet. Then you got, like, throwing some good players, like Logan Dye had a – Hell of a season this year. Um, had a quest get hurt. We had Buzz step up. We had like shooters, Jaden. Um, just like you throw around like the right pieces and then the right players and can really like change the whole program. And I definitely feel like the players that that coach recruit is the right players and you have the right players and that you're building the right culture. I feel like you can stay at the top for forever. Um, definitely gonna be kind of hard to kind of like go back down to to them 10 win seasons once you have like the right culture and the right people that's a good point i'm curious from a player's perspective what is it about bucky that makes him such a good recruiter because he's gotten guys like you and quez and bubba and he's got these three freshmen coming in next year he seems kind of crazy (laughs) (laughs) and and ain't nothing wrong with crazy because (laughs) at least at least like you're being crazy, but you've been also being real. That's like true. you're true. not being mm-hmm. like trying to act like you're not crazy, and then you actually get there and you're crazy. So you're like, hold on, like I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I mean, if he like if you one way the whole the whole way, then it's nothing new. Like like I I, I knew you were crazy before I came here, so I can't say like, oh my gosh, go book tripping or like. I mean, we already know like he got a little, <laughs> little, little crazy, but hey. I, I love him. I wouldn't want to play with any other coach. Um, I feel like he do make us better. I feel like he he is the right man for Sanford. I mean, he changed the whole the whole culture here and the way he done in a short amount of period. He's definitely gonna be a legend. It's scary. I feel like he's definitely gonna be a Hall of Famer coach, and I'm just happy to start this journey with him. Like selfishly, you know, as Sanford fans. Yeah. It's almost like he's done too well too fast. It's like too well too fast. Uh, if UNC misses the tournament again, I'm calling Coach Bucky. And like you know, he might love Birmingham, but if the Tar Heels are calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> gonna be hard to say no to that one. Yeah, uh, he's Birmingham through and through, man. We hope he stays. We're hoping. We're hoping. Um, At least he'd still be coaching one of my teams. Okay, good for you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the trash talk come from? Because that's like the most fun part about watching you play. I honestly do not know. Like, and and people ask me like, man, like, like what you said to um, bro. I'm like, it be I be in the moment, and I just just be in the moment. So I'm like, I say the first thing that come up to my mind, like that pop in my head. I'm saying it, and then somebody asks me like, what happened? Like, what you say? Like, I don't know what I said. Like, well, like. I, honestly, it just it's, just, it's come so natural to me that it's like 
making a right hand layup. Like, when did you start? Were you like, doing it on about football field coach. in middle school? Oh yeah, I do it football field in the lunch room on the game. <laughs> the lunch room. Like that helps having a twin sister. I'm sure you guys were <laughs> trash talking back and forth. Man, like That's yeah, true. we just. Man, we we had went to the pool um Saturday, me, Jaden and um Brody. And then we were just like just throwing a football around the pool and it was like I like, "Oh, you got no hands." So like just everything like make it competitive, make it like turn a little trash, make it a little fun. All right, my favorite. Honest. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Well, we can cut this if we have to. My favorite was the UTC game. I'm pretty sure it was in the tournament when that like what what are you like 6-6 six, six? and their little backup guard is like Maybe five eight. Oh, and you like like you weren't even trash talking. You just got hyped after like a dunk or a block, and he gets up in your face, and I was like, "Oh, buddy, that's a bad decision, man." Like <laughs> it's so no crazy. Chance. So that's that's like the biggest thing. Um, Coach Buck been like working on me. He was like, "Hey, like they trying to get you out your game. Just like just stay focused. Just like lock in and stuff like that." So that's like my biggest thing because I know I did get a lot of um technical fouls my first year. Here at Sanford, and so I try to like work on like not getting as much text this year. Um, try to like just listen to ref, like ref saying, "All right, like calm down for it, like just like just yeah, just play the game the right way." Try, try to stay in the game too, because the way they call fouls and like I be in foul trouble, I just I'm more valuable on the court than off the court. So just trying to like watch how I talk and watch like when I get a foul and stuff like that. Especially because them texts, them texts be hurting on um, the team. They hurt me. I'm on the bench, and so just trying to avoid them. Yeah, that's fair. There, yeah, there's a balance, but like there it's part of your fair ones. So, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say, Sam? Oh, well, well, while we're on this subject, I was so when we were watching the season, the conference season unfold. We felt like half about halfway the refs really tightened up on you specifically, like your style of play. Was that just our perception, or did you did you feel that way too? Um, yeah, but to me, I feel like everything is a foul, so I'm I'm biased because like I feel like if I get you in the air, I go contact, and I feel like this is a foul. I feel like. I feel like they wasn't calling it as like as they should or any other player because like in that case we've been shooting I'll probably still be shooting free throws the way they've been fouling this year, but we felt that way <laughs> watching too. Yeah. But it it's all good. I need to learn how to like finish more. Get more in ones or just finish more to finish through contact. So not gonna complain about the ref and the fouls call. Yeah, no, that's fair. It was just you know, something that we noticed and like I don't know. Seemed highly yeah. targeted. Uh, at you. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and probably you know probably because what game it was, um, the game that I was like getting the crowd involved, and I had my hand like kind of hit the ref in the face and like hit him in his nose. I think he, like his nose like got cut right here. His nose started bleeding. Oh, I didn't see. So that. like after I hit the ref in the face, yeah, that's it was bad like. Luck. Yeah, it was like I got something number four. Oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, very unfortunate. <laughs> and then it's like I knew it. Like I didn't see him, but as soon I felt how hard my head hit his face, I was like, "Oh, I know that hurt." <laughs> <laughs> it, 
and like it was like a like an eight minute pause. He had to go uh, to Brad, the trainer, and then get his nose like stopped from bleeding. And yeah, I don't think I got another call the rest of that game. Yeah, that's funny. I, I mean, yeah, I would not have been. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, you mentioned okay that. When you said the trainer, I thought of something. Who's on the coaching? Like we give a lot of attention to Bucky, right? <laughs> but who's on the coaching yeah. staff that's kind of an X factor, like the that the players love, or you know that like we just don't know because we can't see or, or hear because we're not on the team. Yeah. Um, Coach KG, he's probably the most energetic person on the bench. I feel like he's definitely an X factor, even though like I come out of the game, I'm tired, I don't feel like clapping. It's just like seeing him. And just like seeing him, how like every time down he's sit yelling defense and just clapping and just like first person to give somebody give me a towel. Um, I feel like he he definitely made a difference on the bench. Um, our walk-ons, I mean, I feel like our walk-ons did an excellent job every home game. Just having them uh, on the bench supporting us, like miss a shot, it's okay, man. You would make next win or. I grab a rebound, like a nice rebound, just like them, just constantly in your ear, just telling you positive things. Um, yeah. I feel like it's like it's so many people that like help us. Um, Coach Bob, Coach Rebo, so many people that like help us and not like you don't see them as much or you don't hear from them as much. Yeah. That they, they definitely like taught everybody um, something, like help them work on their game a little. So I feel like everybody um, on the staff uh, play their role and play play a part of us us winning and having a lot of success. No, it's good to hear. I mean, it's definitely something we're going to ask Coach Bucky because coming from high school to college and having to build a real staff that recruits, handles players, because, I mean, y'all are adults. It's not like you're 16 getting picked up by mom yeah. from practice. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jermaine might different. be living in town, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I mean, shoot, there's like a coach on there's like a coach on the roster for every player. It seems like we got a lot of coaches on team. Oh, okay. No one more question: Did y'all have an opinion on Furman's coaches wearing suits? We <laughs> thought um, it was pretentious. No, but... I mean, I, I I'd never thought of it. Okay, like, that's that's probably I mean, not what I expected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, I thought like. It was kind of like going out of style, but that's not me personally. Oh, it's one hundred percent going out of style. Why? Yeah. Why would you wear a suit when you could wear when you could wear sweats, joggers? I'm like, yeah. what are we but smoking hey. here, boys? Uh, <laughs> and were you happy or sad when Furman upset Virginia? Oh no, I'm, I was definitely happy. Um, is it? I mean, it just made the conference look good. It did. Yeah, um, it did. There's, there's no like, even though I don't like like Furman, I don't have like any hard feelings against like nobody, especially like I don't know them um them boys like from Virginia, but I do know like Slauson, Marcus Foster, JP, and I mean seeing them boys do good and upset them. Did you watch the game? I mean, yeah, I wow. actually um I watched the end of it because how crazy I went that? to the Alabama versus uh, Tennessee and them game in Birmingham. Oh, nice. Um, oh, yeah. my teammate from FSW, he actually played for Tess and Corpus Christian, and so he got me tickets to the game. So I had went oh, to the wow. game cool. to um, watch him, and all of a sudden, like they showed it um, on the jumbo screen in the BJ yeah. in the um, Legacy Arena, arena, and like once like he caught it and got a steal and passed the JP, I just knew it was going in, and I'm yeah. I'm happy for him. 
Uh, happy for Furman. I feel like they did good. I feel like we would have upset Virginia too. Uh, yeah, but let's go. Yeah, but I just feel is I just that, like is that is Jermaine, that is year. all I was thinking about when Furman upset Virginia. I was like, this could be us. Like, yes, next year, man. And next year, yeah, we upset in UNC. Yes, I, I would actually. <laughs> let's do it. Absolutely. UNC's not making the tournament. Caleb loves in the portal. <laughs> yeah, Caleb loves gone. He's coming to Sanford. He's transferring maybe? to Sanford. All right, so Jermaine, we've talked a lot about talked a lot of basketball. But let's talk a little bit about what you're studying, what your career options are. Do you want to play pro basketball? Do you? Because we learned that it's very lucrative. If you can't make the NBA, it's very lucrative to go play in Europe. We didn't know that. We had no idea. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of options. Or, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming you'd want to play. But when basketball ends, also where you see yourself. So you can just take it wherever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the goal is I work so hard. I definitely want to play the highest level. I definitely want to play in the NBA, and or on the highest level, I can. And my major uh, here at Sanford is sports administration. I graduate in the fall, so after that, once I get my degree from here, at Sanford, um, definitely once I get done playing basketball, get into coaching. I told myself like just seeing like how hard that. Like the coaches work and stuff like that. I think I might just want to go to being like a personal trainer or something because like it's like these guys like always in the office, always just grinding, recruiting, scheming, just like trying to find the best way for us to be successful. And um, shout out to them. And yeah, so I probably definitely want to um, coach or do something in like involving like basketball once I get done playing. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, all right, so you want to be in the NBA. So what is that? What does that path look like? Yeah. Um, just continue to be coachable. Continue like working hard. Continue just like doing the things I'm doing because like every year I'm my game just keep getting better and better. Um, one of my biggest weaknesses last year from this year was my three point percentage, and I think last year I shot twenty nine. I think this year I almost shot 38. Wow. So, yeah. It's a big jump. Yeah. So just like, this like shows like how hard I work and like just know like each year I can see myself just keep getting better and better. I know my biggest is my ball handling. So like every day working on my ball handling, continue working on getting my shots up. Just like working on like the small fundamental things that everybody needs to to be good at basketball, I just keep continue to keep getting better and better at those things. Do uh, NBA scouts show up to anything? I mean, I heard there was some at like the conference tournament, but sure. not not really. No. So, Jermaine, um, yes, dream NBA team. Like, where where are we going, baby? Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers. Get like, out of here. go play with LeBron. Get out of here, the Lakers. Dude. You need to go to Lakers. Go play with Ja. Oh my God! Stay in the South. Yeah, dude. Come Hawks or the... Grizz or Pelicans. Memphis. Oh no, man. Ja. That's fair. Ja Memphis is that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. No, come play with. Come play with. Come play with Lamelo and uh, Charlotte, and just kind of give us a jolt. <laughs> Whoever wants me, I'm, I'm happy to be there. Yeah. The Lakers, though, man. Didn't, but did yeah, not see it's that LA. Come on. 
all the Star Wars go to L.A. Uh, yeah, they no, do, dude, but everybody's <laughs> moving from L.A. to the South because they hate it out there. But think about how many how many people love, you know, Giannis. And he's in Milwaukee. <laughs> saying, you can be a star. Just anyway. like Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron's Aaron might be traded in, in for a big, big city. He's Probably going, going to New York. Although that hasn't happened yet, so I don't know what the Jets are. Jets are very desperate. Um, <clears throat> all right, so you mentioned coach. So you, you mentioned well, the coaches put in a lot of time, so maybe personal training. But you said you still want to stay close to basketball. So like even when your professional career ends, because you're. I mean, you're gonna have a professional career. Tons of kids from Sanford have best. I mean, I'm going out on a limb here, guys. But I would say you're probably the best basketball player we've seen come through Sanford. And if we have guys, because then Sharky, no, we're not. We're not hyping up Jermaine. No, we're not giving him any. He's going to play with the chip on his shoulder. That's right. Jermaine, you're, yeah. That's, that's you're actually, always, you're not always as good as I'm only, yeah. yeah. only going to let you play with the chip <laughs> on your shoulder, Jermaine. I got you. Nah, but Sam's right. <laughs> yeah, so, like, what are the coaches? I mean, the coaches obviously see that we got talented guys now because. Talent wins, and when you don't win, you usually don't have talent, and we weren't winning a lot. So now that we have talent and we're winning, are the coaches encouraging guys or you know reaching out to connections in the G League or NBA or like what does that look like for them helping y'all get to the next level? Um, like you said, like talent wins, and to be honest, like I mean we might have had like some good season, but we still ain't did nothing like. Like, well, we didn't do much. I mean, we co-champs. Um, I really wasn't too excited about being co-champs. I mean, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, all the stuff that we did and in the short amount of time that we did it, I still feel like we still got a long way to go. And so until we actually, like, win the conference outright, then go win the tournament, yep. then we can start, like, making them calls. But. I'm not too necessarily worried about like stuff like that, especially when we lost first round. Well, lost um, chat how we did, and we lost the last game to Furman, so we had to be co-champs. Yeah. We definitely need to get better. Definitely need to some things that we need to work on, but it just the process just like still like I mean, we're talented, but we still need to work hard. We still need to go at it every day. We still need like no days off. Yeah. So, what is the what is the next what like six months, seven months look like for you and the rest of the team as you're getting ready for the next season? Is is it a lot of working out on your own, or how much organized practice and training do you guys have? Um, uh, we have we have like like two weeks. Like we go at it, and then we get like a like a two week break, then we come at it again. So I think like. We own it off throughout the summer, but most of the work is what you're doing on doing your own. I mean, like what, like we probably like lift weights, like get shots up, like have like workouts or practice, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, it's what you do on them hours that like you're not with coaches and like on your own time, because that's when you're going to see growth from when you separate yourself from who's been in the gym and who's been partying and stuff from the summer. So that's um. That's definitely one way I look at it. Um, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna like stay on my teammates. Um, me and my roommates, me Brody and Jaden, like we always like compete. So he'll walk past my room, talk about, "Oh, you went to the gym today? Like, did you get better today?" I'm like, 
oh, I'm coming tonight. Like, don't worry. Like, I'm going tonight. Like, so, like, it's always just, like, we holding holding each other accountable. Like, make sure we stay in the gym. Make sure we get our shots up. Make sure we still working. That's awesome. Dude, we're ready to see Jaden make the jump AJ did this year. He showed flashes. Yeah. He showed flashes. Yeah. He's so athletic, yeah. man. He, um, his problem, like, right before, like, the Belmont game, he messed his back up, mm-hmm. and that that would kind of, like, mess him up. Like, he – I remember – so, we had played Belmont right before the Christmas break, and I think, like, the practice he came back, he went up there to block a shot, and, like, once he blocked the shot, he just, like, fell to his knees, and, like, he said, like, his, like, body just, like, locked up and, like, went, like, waves into his legs, and he couldn't move. Dang. And um, yeah. so, yeah, like, he was definitely going through, like, back pain this year. And so it was like our whole team, like I think, like just like the way we just play so hard and like pressing full game, like we we going to have injuries, and I feel like injuries be be hurting us, and it, like we have injury at the wrong time and stuff like that. But that's why we just need like next man up mentality. Like it's basketball stuff happens, so then make sure next guy ready to step up and make a play. Yeah, and I feel like our team had that this year. We always made fun of Furman because yeah. they only played about six or seven <laughs> guys, and we're, like, rolling nine deep, yeah. all scoring, yeah. making some kind of impact on the game. Um, yeah. Okay, so coaching. So you kind of shied away, but would you be a coach? Would you yeah, be a coach? Yeah, I, I would be a coach. Yeah? I would be a coach. I, I would want to be an assistant coach because I feel like a head coach got so much, like, added pressure – like if if you lose, they're blaming you. If you win, they're like, "All right, you have a good team. You're not getting like a lot of credit." But I feel like if you lose, like the whole like program's like facing like all eyes on you. Like you're the first one to leave, first one to get fired, and stuff yeah. like that. So I definitely would um would think about doing like assistant coaching job. No, that would if be I got sick. Into coaching. Yeah, yeah, I I can be a good recruiter. Feel me. Oh, I'm, the players yeah, I'm sure you could be a good <laughs> yeah. recruiter. Especially, I mean, once we get this collective going, you'd have to coach at Sanford, and you could be handing these recruits a $1,000 check just for a visit. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to let's, – let's, let's wrap it up with some of our fun questions that we always love to ask the guys, all about all usually right. food and Birmingham. Um, but, Jermaine, tell us, like, where – I mean, you're, you're a Birmingham native. Where are you? Where are, yeah. where are your go-to spots? I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. Like the best spot, like in Birmingham, like the best wings place called Wing Heaven. It's like Wing in Heaven. Fairfield. Never it's right. It's right down the street from Miles, um, okay. Miles College, yeah. and uh, it's like the best wings ever. I'm and I, guess, I get, yeah, <laughs> I get honey barbecue wings with a um, chicken Philly. It's like a Wing Heaven combo. A and it's like the best, like a sandwich. Yes, so I think it's like four wings, like five wings, and a chicken Philly, um, chicken Philly combo, and I get like I Cajun that's ranch a fries. Combo. Oh my god! Yeah, you're making me hungry. <laughs> Cajun ranch fries. It's amazing, but Dude, look, I you can't that. tell you, you can't tell our strength coach that he's going to get mad because all the bad food and stuff. But Dude, <laughs> you're running such a high motor that. You can eat whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah, All right. What's another one, go-to? Man. Um, another go-to. Another go-to. I like. What else? I like. That's that's pretty much like my go-to. Anywhere else, like Milo's, like you, it's yeah. like fast food stuff like that. 
Milo's. I like Milo's. They got a good burger. No, I do what like are Milo's. Y'all smoking? You don't like Milo's? That sauce. Uh, it's me. all about the sauce. Not for me. The whole barbecue sauce. All right, so here's the real question, though, because it's debated every time we have a guest on. Are you you've been to the t- like any taco trucks in town? Yeah, it's one. Um, I don't know the name of it. It's right here across the street from McDonald's. Um, that taco truck pretty good on Lakeshore. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, they're... I've not been to that one. Oh, he's throwing in a third no. one. The McDonald's is on Green Springs, right? No, it's, no, it's on Lakeshore. Oh, yeah, Lakeshore. Next to Moe's, Southwest. All right, so oh, if you but I know, I know which taco truck you're talking about on Green Springs, too. Yeah, I yeah, never tried that so, one yet. So there's two. You got to try them and let us know because there's one in the Chevron parking lot, which is on the corner. Right like, on the corner. Down where, oh. you, know, you know where El Sol is? Yeah. It's like on the corner of that uh, the Chevron. And there's one down the way on Oxmoor. Next to uh, Red Pearl, what's the, the Red Pearl Chinese restaurant? Okay, have you been All there? Right, you gotta try both of them. All right, I'll, I'll let you know which one. Please, right. please, I actually, do. I actually might try the one in um by Chevron tonight. Since yes. it's only like seven thirty. Right, They're great. They're open to yeah. Like you gotta if you're a late night guy. Yeah, they don't. You gotta English let us know, which makes you know that. Because <laughs> right, because yeah. you gotta help Mike out. I'm pretty sure Tay and Kendall both said. So we we've talked to Tay Barry and Kendall Watson. I'm pretty yeah. sure both of them said the one Jeb and I like. I'm, we're not gonna yeah. say which is which. You know, we're gonna try to keep you unbiased. Um, All right. Well, we got it now. I'm um, jealous, man. Every time I go to Birmingham, I try to stop by. But they 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 don't open till like four o'clock. They're like yeah. a late night thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. See, maybe that's why I didn't go as much because I'd hit that other one up for lunch. But yeah. yeah. All right, so Jermaine, that's all we got, man. We really appreciate your time, and I'm sure people are gonna love listening to your story. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, I'm just glad I was able to come talk to you guys. I just want to say thanks, um, uh, to all the the Sanford fans and everybody who supported us this year. Uh, it definitely meant a lot. Um, I just want to say we definitely going to continue to work and definitely going to win another championship for you guys and definitely going to play in that tournament next year. So, um, I'm excited. Cool. I'm excited about it on um, the pieces like we're come bringing in the pieces that we're recruiting. And I feel like we're going to be better than last year. So yeah, ready for my senior year. Bucky's bringing in some boys. Yeah. We're not used. We're not very used yeah. to that. He's hot. He's hot on the recruiting trail. We're excited, man. We're so excited yeah. to watch you guys next year. You're going to be the guy. You're going to lead the team. We're just pumped to watch you play one more time. 100%. Yes, sir. All right, Jermaine. Thanks, man. All right. Thank y'all. Thanks, Jermaine. Hey, you already know. You know, Sanford, about to get that ring, man. Hey, love y'all. We love y'all.